when I was a kid up at Lake Tahoe, we heard that, that Jacques Cousteau was going to come to Lake Tahoe up in the Sierra and have a submarine and probe the depths of Lake Tahoe. Welcome to Matamo, a podcast where we share with you and our guests travel topics that push the boundaries in celebration of the human experience. I'm Greg Traverso, and I'm your host today. I'm flying solo for the first time. My co-host Bob has taken the day off, but we really look forward to having him back. And in fact, the next episode, most likely, we will interview Bob. When I say we, I mean there's actually a co-host that's joining me, a special guest, and this person you may recognize, lots of energy, and it's going to bring a whole other dimension. We're really looking forward to that and so much more to come. You know, this is our 26th episode, so it's a bit of a reflection back, backwards and looking ahead, kind of a place in between. We've had 25 episodes up to this point. And, you know, on its face, maybe that's not so many, 25 weeks in a row. But when you look at the statistics, it's pretty interesting. It's something like to the tune of around 70%. So 7 out of 10 podcasters don't even make it to their 10th episode. And of those that do, it's something astronomical like, 95 plus percent over the next three months do not even produce one a week, one show a week. So we're really far, far above the curve, ahead of the curve. And that's always a good place to be. I like to be ahead of the curve or maybe way behind it. But anyways, best not to be a flatline anyways. So I'm happy to be here. And, you know, like looking back, you know, we've had some fun guests. We've told some stories. Um you know, and really, you know, the purpose is to push boundaries. You know, this is the human experience. It's something that we all share together, and travel is a big part of our lives, whether we even realize it or not. From the day we're born to the day we die, we're, you know, on this journey. So it's it's pretty incredible. And really our, you know, focus of this show is is the story, you know, and, and the travel stories in particular. Stories are the tough the stuff. <laughs> ah! Stories are the stuff of life. I know as a teacher, um, you know, I could I find myself lecturing, talking about subject material, and I would just see the eyes drooping, the people looking across the room, staring off into space, or those pretending to listen to me. But the moment I went into a story, I had them. And I mean, all of them. And it was just... That's where the magic is, you know. The magic's in the story. So uh, there were even times I threw the book across the classroom, or, you know, just to say, make a point, like, let's di- let's dive into the story. Yeah, so we all want to take the plunge, right? I mean, there's one thing to get information, but there's another thing to get transformation. You know, information is, like, everywhere. We're just bombarded with it. But the idea of Diving in, like I said, and, and and swimming a little deeper and diving down, it makes me think of 
when I was a kid up at Lake Tahoe, we heard that um, that Jacques Cousteau was going to come to Lake Tahoe up in the Sierra and have a submarine and probe the depths of Lake Tahoe and find out how deep it is. Because at that point, nobody had been down to the bottom. So I don't know if we'll ever get to the bottom, but we're at least going to look underwater a bit, see what's swimming down there, and look above it as well. Also, another you know key area besides stories and, and travel stories is travel entrepreneurship. This idea of people that make their living being geographically independent to have that kind of freedom, and freedom's a big theme of this show. And I remember one time, actually, I was working on a safari plan for a doctor from Texas and his daughter. So I set a tour up for the daughter, actually, to climb Kilimanjaro, and for the father to meet his daughter in Kenya and at the Kenyan-Tanzanian border after her climb, and he was coming through Kenya. So I set this up. You know, it's interesting. I never once spoke to them. Everything back then, this is about 12 years ago, was via email. And so we were kind of at the end of that plan, and we had a family trip to the Bahamas, to the island of Abaco. And Abaco has been since ravaged by a hurricane. It's terrible. But at the time, we were there at this house of a good friend of my wife's. And so we were at these friends' home on this beach that looked over the turquoise water. The white sand beach that was in front of the, of the little house was like just unbelievable. And in that entire week, I did not see one person walk by other than a couple on the last day. So that's how remote it was. And I'm sitting there and I borrowed her computer. This is, you know, 12 years ago or even more. And so I was able to finish up a few last details of this safari plan. And I remember back then going, wow, the idea that I'm working on this from the Bahamas, sitting back in this atmosphere, in this environment, wow, this is something I love to do. And so really, in some ways, this idea of being geographically independent uh, came to me at that point many, many years ago. And so the third area besides stories and travel entrepreneurship is taking a deep dive, having fun with history and geography of travel and making those come alive. Because that is exciting when you look back at how we got where we're at and the geography that influences everything else. So a lot of geography uh, because I love the subject and I love to try to make it come alive. So, you know, your support has brought us this far. You know, we've built a community. I don't know where you're at. Maybe you're in, you know, here in Stockton, California, where I'm at, or on the other side of the country. Perhaps you're in Africa. We have a lot of listeners now in Africa, and that's that's exciting. I mean, no matter what you're doing, if you're in Asia, Australia, you're in Europe, uh, you know, we I don't know if we have any listeners in Greenland yet, but, you know, that, that fine day will come. So wherever you're at, I love that you're on the other end, and that's what's making this show a go and why it's so exciting to bring this community together uh, every week. So, yeah, and, um, you know, also, I like to look at, um, you know, for today, anyways, to talk about a little bit about why we travel. 
you know, I look back at my own travel experiences and I think, you know, reflecting back, there's some things I really learned along the way and learned about what it means to to travel, um, travel out into the world. Well, one of the first things that you learn is that the world is our home. Now, when you think about that, that's powerful because in today's age, we tend to compartmentalize everything. And with all the influences of the media and social media and just our own day-to-day lives, which are busy, you start to forget until you're really out there that this is our home, this entire world. And when you go out there, you realize that people are people no matter where you're at. And the vast majority of people are good. They'll give you the shirt off their back. And it is really refreshing and energizing. I also felt this is really uh, something that I'm sure you can relate to because it's about ourselves and ultimately we're survivalists, is traveling is investing in ourselves, you know? So you invest in yourself when you travel because you're building, you're building stories, you're building perspective, you're giving your, your life some more meaning and some more depth. And that's always a, a very a wonderful aspect of it. You know, there are those that right out of college, you know, go to work and that's awesome too because they often get to travel later in life. Uh, I've always looked at it as travel as an investment, um, and it's a lot of fun to look at it that way. And speaking of travel, when you come home, there's nothing quite like it. It's one thing that when you look around our own country and everything that's going on, but then you go out into the world, you come back, it's so great to be home. And that really, for me, spans many, many eras of time in my life. When I come home, I always just appreciate not only just my home, but living in this great country and how lucky and fortunate we are. And there's nothing like it. You know, one big one uh, that is so, so important is how we realize through travel how little we know. (laughs) We just, we find out that we really don't know anything. And the more you see, the less you know, and the more you see, the more you want to see more. So, I like to compare that to the opposite, where we tend to think, or those that tend to think they know everything and have all the answers, well, we know how those people are, right? You know, those are the ones that uh, drone on and on, and they realize that, you know, they think they know everything, and oftentimes they haven't really traveled, and they really haven't gone out, because you, how do you not realize that you know nothing? about the world. I remember the first time that hit me. I was actually at a community college in Stockton, California at Delta Community College, and I was sitting in a class. It was a general ed physics class, and it touched on you know, some areas of physics, like two-week uh, intros, which was just up my alley. I loved that. And the one segment was on astronomy. And that professor, when he started talking about the the cosmos. And I started to realize how little I actually do know. It was something, well, to this day, I still remember that moment. And I've only learned that I know far and far less as I go. So another one is, maybe this is more to our times, but I'm not so sure. I 
I think when we go out there in the world, we, we experience truth, the raw truth, see humanity as it is, as you're traveling, whether you're on the crowded streets of a European capital or bustling Nairobi or, you know, Hong Kong, you name the city or, or town or countryside, wherever you're at, uh, you see truth. It's just something that, you know, here, many of us, or not me, but I know many of you are engaged with social media, and it could be such a positive thing. I mean, think about the people that are reconnected, reunited. I hear stories like that all the time, and and I think, wow, there is such a benefit to it. But it's also so, like, it's such a funnel of, of information that, you know, it can really warp the truth. And so not to judge that too harshly, but I do think it's nice to take a break and to see things a little differently. You know, also along the vein of, of what I've been saying, you know, you, you can see how much we're the same with people. And that leads back to everything about the world being our home and, you know, realizing how much we don't know and, and just everything else. But the fact is, you know, when you're with people, even if you don't speak the language, even a completely different culture, you know, and I, I look forward to sharing a lot more of those stories, but like you really realize how much we are the same. And there's a, there's that moment where you're like, oh my, I get it now, how much we are the same. Always changing, always looking at things from different levels. That kind of quality and the, kind of the memories. And if you think about it, the memories we gain kind of stay with us and influence us in the present and they influence our judgment in the future. And then we, you know, have this anticipation for a travel, for a trip. So you're thinking about something in the future, in the present moment, which makes that, you know, a certain amount of excitement about a trip. So you kind of got like the whole spectrum when it comes to travel. And, you know, maybe lastly, at least for now, the idea of making friends, you know, and you never know when that's going to happen. I mean, I've been in some situations where the last thing in the world I expected was to make a lifelong friend. And there it happens. I remember one time I was in a pizzeria in Rome in 1982. Of all places, I was with a couple of American women. And the three of us were sitting enjoying uh, pizza uh, really close in Rome to the Colosseum. And I think you walked out, there it was, right in front of us. And so we were sitting there, and I was aware that a gentleman was sitting behind me in a little booth. He was reading a newspaper. Now, this is, gosh, how many years ago, but I still remember this, and I'll tell you why. Because he came over to us, and he stood there, and he said, hi. He introduced himself as Don, and he said, I'm traveling. I haven't spoke English to anybody for a while. I was wondering if I could join you. Well, Don sat down, and the four of us, immediately hit it off, had a wonderful time, and we ended up leaving. We got separated in a subway, and we disappeared from each other. Uh, I was with one of the gals. Don was with the other. We, by happen chance, met up on the streets of Rome like an hour or two later, and uh, we were laughing, got together. We had we ate meals, you know, that day, and, and drank wine, and uh, went to the Trevi Fountain, just had this incredible time. The women were leaving for France, and so Don and I were together at the end of the night, maybe one o'clock in the morning, and we looked at each other, and he said, so where are you Where are you heading the next day? And I had said, you know, 
that I was heading south to Greece and on to Turkey. And he said, well, gosh, let's talk about that some more. Maybe I've just been kind of isolated here in Rome, um, staying with just one person that he had was friends with. So he said, well, where are you staying? I, I really didn't have a place to stay. And he said, look, I have an extra bed. Well, you know, come on back and, you know, you can stay there at, at my place. And so, you know, this is one o'clock in the morning. It's freezing cold. We get back to the little, to the pensione, to the hotel. And I walk in the door with Don and the gentleman behind the counter just shook his head and said, no. And it's, in so many words, he's not coming in, meaning uh, I did not fit that hotel. It was a little too nice. I had been, you know, pretty rugged traveling uh, a lot of times, even sleeping outside, sleeping on trains a lot. Even though we tried to offer to pay money and so forth, he wouldn't let me in. So I ended up going back to the train station and it was closed. So I slept outside. I actually saw some some bums, some homeless guys at the time. They were out there with a fire. So I went into a garbage can. I found some cardboard and some some stuff to kind of go stoke the fire a bit. And I sat down with them and uh, stayed up all night until five in the morning when the train station opened. And then I jumped on the train because I had a Ural pass so I could sleep on there. And it, the train was going to Naples. I had had an arrangement with Don that I would meet him by the big clock that's in the Rome train station. So if you're ever in the Rome train station, you'll see this big clock. It's still there. And we had said we would meet at 11 o'clock that morning. So I get on this train. I end up in Naples, dead ass tired, get back on a train that was just leaving back for Rome, fell asleep, which was great, got to Rome. It was almost exactly 11 o'clock. And as I walked up, there was dawn. And we said, okay, let's, let's travel together. So we did. We ended up traveling for three or four months all through Europe. Um, we had just this wonderful experience. And, you know, when you travel with somebody, you really get to know them and you can really make lifelong friends. Uh, that was kind of more extreme in the sense that we spent so much time together and we've stayed friends and we talk and uh, he's been to my wedding. I've been to his. So we've we've stayed great friends. We look forward to lots more to come on this show. Um, you know, with Matamo uh, is a travel company itself. Tama, we take high-end trips to East Africa, take people on safari, and I'm always uh, look forward to talking to people about about the trip. So if you're ever interested in reaching out to me, you know you can always uh, reach out at hello at matamo.travel. and please subscribe to this station. It's really an important feature because then you can get notified. If you're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, any of them, please subscribe. And on Apple, you can actually give us a five-star review. So we love knowing that you're out there. We're looking forward to the things to come. I, I anticipate some surprises and change of format, special guest uh, co-host, and lots of interesting and fun guests coming your way and mine. And thanks for being with us, and we'll see you on the other side of the next show. Take care. Fly like you.